Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, what's up? I'm Nick Russo. Hey, I'm Aaron Austin. Welcome back to our Country Not Country podcast. On this episode, we start off by talking about Lauren Elena's ex-boyfriend, John Christ, who has now canceled his tour because of inappropriate relationships with women on social media. Mm-hmm. He was getting nasty. Uh, then we talk about Miranda Lambert and how I talked to her about many of things, but uh, one of them being her husband. And then we transfer that conversation into talking naughty with Kenny Chesney. Yeah, and then that goes into Tim McGraw's new book, which um, I'm going to try to read before uh, we record the next podcast. Okay, sounds good. Here we go. Your mic's working, my mic's working. We're just going to go for this. You ready, Aaron? Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to shoot from the hip. So uh, the breaking country news today was about uh, the guy, the country Christian comedian, or just a Christian comedian, right? I think so, yeah. John Christ. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was uh, Lauren Elena's ex-boyfriend. Apparently, they're still best friends, according to another interview that they've had. <laughs> really? Yeah, she said, well, when she broke up, because she's on Dancing with the Stars now, so before she went on the show, she went on a, another radio person's show to talk about the breakup. Well, talked about Dancing with the Stars, but said that they were best friends before they got together, and it didn't work out, and they're still best friends. Interesting. So, uh, the, Sounds like there's a lot of stuff we're missing there, but whatever. So the reason we're talking about him is because uh, today um, he issued a statement where he canceled the rest of his tour and said he was going to take a break to recover emotionally, mentally, or something like that. We can find the actual um, the actual statement real quick. So I just typed but, in John. Wait, but he's canceling it because of what? Because uh, admitting to multiple sexual sins. What? <laughs> yes. So All look. Right. So check this out. I typed his name into Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Phones ringing. People already want to know about this. Um. So I uh, typed his name into Twitter to find the article, right? Or find an article. And the first article or first thing I see is a tweet from a girl named Kelsey. She says John Chris used to send me random Snapchat videos of himself masturbating all the time, and no one believed me because he was a Christian comedian, quote unquote. Sounds about right now, huh? So I went to her page, and she quoted her own tweet from may 4th and said i'm not going to mention names but there's a christian comedian who's really exploding lately it's hard for me to watch him because two years ago he was snapping me videos of him masturbating so yeah it's weird seeing my grandma share his videos and she quoted that tweet from may 4th saying yep i was talking about john christ Mm. and whenever i I, when i found out about the relationship i had reached out to lauren elena through a tweet i think and like congratulate her hey i hope you know i wish for the best for you guys you know um even though let's be honest you weren't yes i was no you weren't i, I always were... wish the best for everybody sure mm-hmm. i do mm-hmm. i mean i just want her to know that i supported her and no matter what decision she makes uh-huh. like a like a good friend would okay and the point is that i immediately got replies from like women lambasting him oh did, do you know about his sexual blah 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 blah, and how he like immediately i saw that under her tweet where she talked about him too it was like people were just going right at the jugular like accusing him of like sexual misconduct immediately wow. well that's probably one reason why their relationship didn't work out because if you put it out for the universe and all of a sudden you're getting that stuff back, immediately you, immediately I mean, i'm being a girl what would you do i well, it definitely sends, like, it plants a seed of doubt. So, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, am, am I, like, seeing something that, 
or missing something. So like, what do I not know about your life? Yeah. Or are you gaslighting me? Yeah. So funny you say that because uh, in his uh, little spiel or whatever, mm-hmm. like his, his here I'll read the apology. It said over the past number of years, various women have accused me of behavior that has been hurtful to them. While I'm not guilty of everything I've been accused of, I confess to being guilty of this. I've treated relationships with women far too casually, in some cases recklessly. My behavior was destructive and sinful. I sinned against God, against women, and the people I love most. I violated my own Christian beliefs, convictions, and values and hurt many people in the process. I'm sorry for the hurt and pain I've caused these women. I will continue to seek their forgiveness. I've also hurt the name of Jesus and have sought his forgiveness. He added uh, he's committed to getting healing and freedom from his sin and have decided to cancel his remaining tour dates to postpone all future commitments in order to devote his time and energy on getting healthy spiritually, mentally, and physically. Those closest to me, my family, team, close friends, have known about this battle for some time. Now you do too. Mm, And then he says, I'm ashamed of my behavior, and I'm sorry for hurting so many people. Uh, My entire career has been lived out on stage, even though I've shared my life and my struggles. I've lived in constant fear of the darkest parts of my being exposed publicly. My greatest fear has been that those who have loved and supported me would hate me if they knew everything about me. I now humbly seek forgiveness and mercy and love now just for me, not just for me, but for those I've hurt along the path. I'm so sorry. Like, I believe him, though. Yeah. Yeah, Like, no doubt. Like, and and it's probably, you know, like, because everyone has a dark side. Well, and here's the thing. So, you Oh, I mean, the we've talked about this before, you and I, and how you, I mean, because you'll have had, have had people send you pictures, and I know that I've had people send me pictures, and I thought, wow, like, I, I can't, I, I can't ever do that. Yeah, you like, can't it's really, ever... and it's really hard to admit publicly that you've sent naked pictures, but let's be real, you know, like, I, I've done it before, you mm-hmm. know. Praise, you know, hopefully they're, they're not screenshotted and saved somewhere waiting for the day that I quote unquote make it. And someone's like, look what he sent me. You know what I mean? Cause I never did it. I never feel like I crossed the, uh, the line of like, you know, unwelcomed, you know, I, right. I, and I, I've never sent multiple naked pictures to multiple women at once, which sounds like what he did. Well, and I like, think a it, lot of guys do like there has been times where wait, you think guys send out multiple women that their penis picture. Oh, heck yes. See, I I, do. I will admit that anytime I've gotten risque and texting like that, it's been with one person. Yes, and we're both into okay. it. Okay, I I definitely don't think that uh, the guys that I have received those pictures from <laughs> have only sent it to me, and I was like, oh, this is convenient, <laughs> you know? Like, no. When it, maybe that says something about the guys that I've picked <laughs> that send pictures like that. But, uh, yeah, I I definitely think guys send it to multiple girls. Because before it was so prevalent, you know, I like. Especially it, on Snapchat. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, like, I think in the early days I probably did, but it was, like, even worse. It was through text. You know what I mean? Someone oh, yeah. probably has, like, a, a, a slew of them. One of the girls I dated at one point, you know. But <laughs> but, but it was it was mutual. We were, we it, it was a way of being intimate without being with each other. Right. Well, yeah. In this case, I don't think... And I'm proud to say I don't even sext anymore. Oh, good. Congratulations. <laughs> good for you. Well, you just never want... Like, I, I, it's no, just, well, that's a slippery just, slope. So yeah. what I was trying to say, I guess, is, you know, he is in the public eye. I don't know why... I mean, A, it's never a good idea. I just don't think sending pictures like that is ever a good idea. It never idea. is, no. I mean, because it... But guess... I mean, you know what? As my mama always told me, be sure your sins will find you out. Oh, I yeah. Mean, and, the, and, and it's going to happen. So, like, if you, 
have ever had. John Chris is the example. Exactly. And, and, and it's numbers 2332, I think. And the only reason I know that is because of a Jim Carrey movie. Uh-huh. Um, it was uh, where he was like uh, the crazy guy. And he was like, he was, he, oh, man, I think it was called numbers or t- the number 23 or something like that. And it was like him and his son and his wife. And he became obsessed with this author and this book. And he had to like find the mystery. And it turned out that it was his alter ego that wrote the book. And it was like he had killed someone and buried him, and then he tried to hide it and wrote the book as the story to try to throw people off the trail. But um, he kept seeing the number 23 everywhere, and then in the Bible, it's Numbers 23, 32. I believe it's your sins will seek you out. Mm. Okay, I was like, where is he going with this? Yeah. All right, you wrapped it around. Sorry about um, that. Yeah. yeah, I just I, I never think it's a good idea. and it's But it, what's funny, when I – when you talk about the girl that says, oh, I have this video of him, you know, playing yeah, yeah. with himself. And I well, got he this. sent me this. Yeah. It's like I, I can't tell you how many times it's been guys do that. Like I can think of a guy I dated that would send me those pictures and videos and he was secretly chit-chatting with his ex-girlfriend. And you know he was sending that stuff to her, too. And it's like, oh, girl, if you only knew. Yeah, like, I, I, you probably I, wouldn't be talking I, to him right now. You know it, what I mean? Yeah, and and I think that in a way, like, I guess it's like you get so much, he got so much attention. And the truth is he probably did it because women also reciprocated it. Not mm. trying to defend him, but I'm saying that who's to say what that lady sent him that sent him that, that you know, was he, was he cold sending Snapchat dick pics mm-hmm. i mean is that what it was or were they in, were was she engaged was in him? It oh you're yeah. so handsome i love the way you look oh can i see a little more than he sends his picture and he thinks that he's welcome so he starts doing it more often thinking she enjoys it you know and and i'm not saying and, and i'm not speaking for I'm not, I'm not speaking for this woman and i just want to make that clear like i'm not saying that's what happened but i'm saying if this happened with multiple women where he was sending lots of videos and pictures chances are there was some reciprocation I, it's hard for me to believe that it was just a one-way street of him just out slanging you know, X-rated Snapchats around, wondering who's going to send it back. Like uh, there had to be, like, and and well, how I do mean, you even find a, a celebrity Snapchat? Like I don't, e- I don't even know how to do that. You yeah, know what I mean? don't know like, either. Clearly, they were Snapchat friends, right? Because I doubt it was like, oh, I saw this girl on Instagram and she had her Snapchat name, so I added her and sent her a penis picture. Like, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I can't see how, him going down that route. You but know? I mean, people have egos, and so I can. You know, and men, I think, sometimes get very proud of their man piece. Well, and they call so, it an ego for a reason. Yeah, and uh, I can definitely think that the person that would send me those pictures, he was very proud of his manhood. He was, oh, love showing that thing. Every day I think I got one. I was like, geez Louise, I mean. Well, it's, it's so weird if you think about it, too, that he was sending it to multiple women. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you can only imagine what, how other people respond, but I'm sure there were some women on the other side that were like, oh, whatever, whatever, if I could leave work right now or something. like, And you were kind of shocked because that's not really how you get down. No. But some women must get down like that or else, you know, it's like yeah. fishing. It's a weird way of dating, I'll tell you that. God bless And, and, and honestly, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know the last time I sent anything too risque, um, and it was to the wrong person. <laughs> you're, you're, that's right. I actually remember you telling me that story. It was like a Sunday morning. I was like, what are you doing, Nick? Who are oh, you? Go right. to church. Well, first of all, don't ever do it when you're half asleep. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't do it at all. Well, that's right. That's right. You shouldn't. But I, but actually, I think that if you if, if you and somebody are into each other and y'all are dating and y'all, y'all have been intimate with each other and you're being flirty <laughs> like that, while it is risque to do between the two people, it does, like, in today's world, <laughs> It is what it is. And you know what's interesting? Uh, Okay, so I admit I have sent uh, a picture 
before of myself, um, the top half. Uh, the bottom half, oh, oh, oh no, never. Um, but I will say this. I think that certain relationships bring it out in cer- certain people. So I have sent a picture like that in the past, but in my current relationship, maybe once, maybe once when I was really feeling myself, but it's that was like, one time, but it, I've never sent one since. And for the most part, like like you said, it's indicative of your relationship, though. Like y'all, y- y'all don't. That's not y'all's flirtatious area. Yeah, y'all that aren't is flirting not how through texting or yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and he's so, not like that. And and I'm trying to think. He's never sent me anything. Well, know? that's a good thing then, because at least you know he's not sending it to multiple women. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, he's sent me like a shirtless pic of, after him working out. Uh, going for a run, and I was like, "Oh, baby, you look good," you know. And uh, but I'll be honest, I did think, uh, "Did he send that picture to other girls?" That was the first thing I thought of. So you know, it's funny. I don't get those pictures anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, and it's, which is fine. I mean, I would rather. See I, it in I know real that life. in the eventually, when I'm in a relationship, and I, I have a feeling in my most comfortable relationship, she and I will be able to throughout the day at some point or another be flirtatious intimately through Snapchat also or through text or whatever. Do you, but do like, you want that kind of relationship? Well, I don't want a relationship based in that, no. Well, but that's I, what I'm saying. I think, yeah. like, the the one guy that would send those pictures, that is how the relationship was based, where For sure. now it's not. And, and, and so when so it does happen, it is kind of risky and fun. Well, or, and, or it could and it, be. Or it's like, or oh, weird. that's weird. Yeah. Like, well... Now we've been dating so long. I'm like, oh no! If I were to get a picture like that, I'd be like, yeah. Well, you'd have to be on? creative. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the longer in the relationship, I think that, and that's the other part of it. I like, think I'd th- rather just have him send me pictures of his lunch at this point. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. What's in your lunchbox, there, buddy? <laughs> hey. hey. Uh, speaking of uh, shirtless pics. Uh, let's talk about Miranda Lambert. Oh, yeah, uh, her husband. Yeah, so she likes to post the pictures of her husband on Instagram of him, uh, what is it, uh, doing various tasks. Like, what was it? Um, oh, huh? hang on, pause. Like he was around the, he was around yeah, like the house. Like, doing stuff around the house. Like, what was he doing, yard work and one of the things? And uh, I got to talk to her. Uh, this week about her new album, and then you know she's done all of this other stuff. Like has this auction for her her Mutt Nation so, Foundation. Wait, so you asked her about uh, the shirtless pictures with her boyfriend, her husband? Yeah. Uh, well, because you, you know she posts a lot. I said, you know, what I got, what would I ask her? I think I just said, yeah, we've been seeing a lot of your shirtless husband lately. And oh, here we'll, we'll let's let's actually play what she said. Your husband, Brendan, we've been seeing him shirtless in the yard and many other places lately. Yeah, I'm a creeper wasp for sure. <laughs> no, they're, I mean, girlfriend, I'm so, okay, so you have a younger man. I have a younger boyfriend as well. They look good with their shirt on. I mean, let's be proud of that. Yeah, I'm all about it. You know why I think that uh, she likes to show off her husband like that? Um, why is that? Because th- he looks good without a shirt on? Well, yeah, but also I think that it, it, it empowers her a little bit. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Like, she's like, like, because she knows people are going to talk about her anyway. Because, she, like, she said in the People Magazine interview, people, for some reason, are interested in her private life. And she's like, I'm such a boring person. I don't know what they really want to know about me, you know. Uh, but, like, I feel like it's like, oh, y'all want something? Here. And and, and he kind of enjoys it, too, you know, because, like, he enjoys being showed off, you know. Oh, of course. And, and he probably, they probably sit back and, I imagine they sit back and laugh about the comments. You know what I mean? Like. <gasps> yeah, I mean. 
I don't know why she's so surprised, but I mean, they were, she and Blake were that country music darling couple, and then it all came crashing down, and it's like, well, and. You know, she's had an interesting dating life since then, so seeing her well, yeah, but get I, married, but it's... But that's yeah. what I'm saying, though. Like, in her everyday, normal life, just like, I mean, obviously, just like me, I'm sure it's kind of boring. Like, she has the dogs, she has the animals, she has, you know, her foundation, she makes to make music, but in reality, it's not like she's doing anything that crazy. Like, she's walk, she's got out of the truck to walk to the grocery store, and there's people... It's like, what is she supposed to do? Go out to eat every day? Like. Well, I mean, I mean, it's part of being a celebrity. Yeah. And um, so what What else did y'all talk about? Oh, you kind of brought up the part about how she was dating a... a... Yeah, well, I just think it's interesting, you know, okay, so she, she was with Blake for so many years, then she dated uh, the Anderson East guy, then it was the guy from the Turnpike Troubadours, and then all of a sudden... Now, that was also, there was a lot... There was a lot to that. We don't know how serious that relationship was, right? Well, I mean... Okay, well, you, well that's you, you, for another podcast. Yeah. Okay, so um, so clearly she was dating musicians. Yeah, so, you know, and a lot of musicians date musicians, but it's just kind of crazy. You go from dating other famous people, other musicians in your line of work, to all of a sudden this random person who is not famous at all, and he's a cop well, in New York City. Like, what the heck? Well, yeah. you know, the other thing I think about that, and this kind of came to me now, is we know how close and tight-knit the music industry really is, mm-hmm. and maybe that's what she also didn't want. She was tired of dating someone that other people that her peers were maybe dated or knew of, or, like, her friend's friend used to date this guy. And it's like, oh, great, now they want to know about my relationship, you know? Yeah, I can see that. But you actually did talk. To, let's play the part from the interview uh, where you Kind of asked her about the musician to cop. You went from musicians and all of a sudden, bam, New York City cop. Like, you totally flipped the script, sister. Life happens when you're making plans. <laughs> I feel like you're more giddy and you have this different glow about you in this relationship. Yeah, I'm just happy. I think I, for all the things that have gone on in my life, not just meeting Brendan, but just getting to a, a better place. It's been a journey, but I think that's part of a journey as, as a woman and being in your mid-30s. And, you know, life just kind of takes its twists and turns and, and you navigate through it and i think that i'm finally in a really good place and quite frankly aaron i'm super happy to hear that she said that because first two things she said there that i think are the most telling a she said she's happy yes and and like that is it gives a goosebumps actually not a lot of people i don't believe can say that all the time no you know like we all go through times in our life and i and i would i listened to weight of my wings that double disc and that came from a place of unhappiness. There was happiness in there, but she was discovering stuff about her life and kind of recovering from the Blake Shelton divorce, you know. And I think she had a much harder time finding who she was after the Blake Shelton divorce than Blake did. I mean, I think oh, that's clear. Yeah, I I can see that. I mean, and I just think girls, we feel, I mean, I hate. Feel more. We feel more. We think about it. We analyze. Um, not saying that guys don't, but I just think they uh, God, what was I listening to today? I, it was something about relationships and how guys avoid uh, avoid it. And so they just move on and they try to avoid the feeling. And I was like, oh, my God, I am not crazy. I did. I, I, you know what I mean? It's like I, I know that even after I got divorced, I moved on probably slightly quicker into a relationship. Um but that deeply affected me for many years. Yeah, and, and, and I think Miranda had every intention with Blake of that being it. She didn't see it coming down the way it did, you know. 
Um, I, I don't I don't believe anyone sets out into a marriage thinking, oh, I bet you this one's going to end in divorce, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Right? I hope not. Uh, maybe some people do. <laughs> maybe some people do. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, and then and then at the end there when she said, um, where you kind of told her, you know, asked her about, or she's talking about life happens um, mm-hmm. while you're trying to make plans. So the story that I read about how she met Brendan. Brendan was that he was working security, Good Morning America, when she was performing that day. And her security and her bandmates, the uh pistol annies spotted him and kind of chatted him up and then and then kind of set the things in motion that's the way i heard the story yeah that's what i heard heard too and i just think that's kind of funny how how that all works out and And, now they're married and yeah i'm sure he's happy like because i mean i i guarantee you she's made with the songwriting money she's made in her life and record sales and everything i I, I don't think she's he's taking um he's taking a leave of absence he is? Yeah. And because I think he's going on tour with her. So he's taking a leave of absence. I mean, what right could now? that cop salary really be? Uh, in New York, I don't know how long he's been a cop, but I heard that starting salaries are about 65. And so New York price of living got to mm-hmm. be pretty sky high, too. So if I were him, I'd be like, yeah, baby, I'm a trained security guard. Put <laughs> yeah. me on the payroll and I'll sleep in your bed. <laughs> yeah. Why not? I'm here for it. Pistol loaded. <laughs> Talking no about his, talking about his <laughs> firearm there. Right, right. <laughs> yes, I mean because he's security. I mean because that's what I would do. Like if if I had, it, let's say that I was on tour and I was single, and then I made, you know, found this female cop, and I was like, man, I just really like you a lot. You want to be my security? You could be my Mrs. Officer, and we could just roll through, and then she's letting him put her on the payroll. I feel like there's a, isn't there a Little Wayne song? There is a Little Wayne yeah. song about that. <laughs> you put the handcuffs on me. Yeah. Oh. It, he was a little more graphic about it. Uh, slightly. But uh, another one of the things that you talked to her about was uh, her auction she had for Mutt Nation. Is she selling, like, memorabilia or is she selling stuff from her house? So, well, both, kind of. I mean, it's, like, outfits that she's worn on stage, stuff that she's just worn in real life. And she cleaned out her closet and decided instead of giving it to the Goodwill, why not make some money on it and give it to my charity? Here, we'll let her explain it herself. Yeah, and it's my thing, my actual things. I mean, I cleaned out my closet a couple of months back, and I didn't know what to do with all of it because it was, like, not just kind of giveaway pile. It was, like, stuff that was really nice and that I had a memory connected to. And so um, eBay took it on because it was a lot easier for me to get rid of stuff that I kind of have a memory in knowing that it's going to help the dogs. So, like, all all the proceeds go to Mutt Nation Foundation. eBay is, is doing the whole thing for us. And, um, you know, it's good. I mean, of course, it's hard for me to part with boot every every pair but i i I did it (laughs) so it does sound like a kind of an estate sale a little bit a little bit i mean and some of the stuff is like really nice there is like high fashion lambskin skirts the last time i looked and one of them was like eight hundred dollars um there's tons of daisy dukes Uh, apparently she has a daisy duke and boot addiction like every other country girl in texas (laughs) apparently and uh, you can get some of her jeans that even says like what size i was looking at some of the boots i thought were really cute her shoes are a little too big for me so yeah so what size shoe does she wear eight and a half or a nine wow that sounds like a big girl foot i know right and she's like i I think she's like my height i'm five four do you know she has dimples on the small of her back i i don't i don't uh, stop i know where you're going (laughs) no Uh uh-uh but I know someone who does know about that. Yep. I guess we could talk about Kenny Chesney's because he and Ed Sheeran wrote Tip of My Tongue, and you got to talk to him about um, writing that song. And I would say that that song might be the most um, uh, 
innuendo? What's the yeah, word I'm looking yeah, for? Yeah, that's exactly. Suggestive? I mean, if you listen to the words of that song and you're like, hmm, I mean, let's just be honest. I can taste the ocean on the tip of my tongue. I don't I mean, think he's talking about the Pacific. Uh, I mean, oh, I mean, it can get nasty. Like, what kind of oceans are we talking about? Uh, right. And what are like, you swimming I, in? Yeah, and what is the other line? It's a bit about... Uh, it's a long way down to your soul. It's yeah. Like, where's and, my soul, Kenny? Where's yeah, my soul? <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm just going to say the word that rhymes with soul is whole. And oh, <laughs> I was like, where's he going with that? Oh. Uh, I'm just saying, like, every, like it, it is a it is risque song. It is. And so when I talked to him, uh, you know, I said, you know, that song is kind of sassy, and you guys were really feeling it that day. And Well, here, we'll play what he said. I'm very proud of it. I wrote the song with Ed Sheeran, and I had Ed and I had never met, you know, until we we actually met to write this song. We had a lot of uh, uh, people that we, we both knew in our lives when it comes to the the touring world, and they they said you guys need to write together, and that's how it happened. I mean, really, he's such a he is so good and has so much talent. I, I had the idea for Tip of My Tongue for a couple of years, and then we got in a room together, and I told him the story, and and the first thing out of his mouth was, you know, I love the dimples in the small of your back. And I went, okay, we got our first line, and then we let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, I, I feel like when you were writing that song with Ed, you guys were feeling sassy that day because it is, yeah, it is very, uh, what's the word? It's just, yeah, saucy. It's a saucy song. Yeah, and it's a true story. <laughs> which makes it even better. <laughs> All right, Aaron, so uh, it sounds like they know this. I, it, it sounds to me that Ed Sheeran and Kenny Chesney both knew the person. You no, I don't think so. Not at all. I think. I mean, well, first of all, uh, the way he the, laughed. The, I think he was just talking about because if you got to hear the entire interview when he said that he wrote the song with Ed Sheeran and he started telling him the story and then Ed came up with the first line. I don't think he. And the first line is. Um, the I dimples can, on the uh, back, right? Yeah, the dimples on the small Kenny of your back. Kenny Chesney, tip of my tongue lyrics. He said, I love the dimples in the small of your back, the way they're speaking to me just like that. So I feel like when they met, Kenny walked in the room and he was like, let Man, me tell you Man, let me about this girl last night yeah. or this woman that I was so, just with. Yeah, and he went off and then Ed Sheeran came up with that line and then it was like, and then, yeah, I mean, that's. Because I mean, I mean, it's, I'll be honest. I feel like I made Kenny Chesney blush, and frankly, he made me blush. So well, I mean, the song made me blush. Yeah. And, and, and knowing that it's a true story, and it came straight out of Kenny Chesney's mouth, that is a little something else. And love me Ooh. fast, kiss me slow, hang on to anything you can hold. The man is bald. Well, I mean, so, he's got some. He's got some big muscles. Um. Yeah. You know, randomly, that made me think about Tim McGraw. His new book's out, right? Mm-hmm. I need to buy that. I want to. I want to read it. Uh, I saw Faith Hill's post about it yeah. where she was talking about um, like how the mental challenges he overcame and like apparently it's like psychological and physical. Yeah. Right. And I think a little bit spiritual in there, maybe not like, but well, you know there's what no I mean? doubt he's definitely uh, touched into his spiritual life in his older age. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, hell, if you listen to was it uh, I need whiskey or a shot of Jesus or what, what was that whiskey oh, or Jesus? Yeah. Uh, man, what was it called? Uh Neon Neon Church. Yes. Right? Yeah. Neon Church? Yeah, because yeah, there was a rapper right. that had a song called Neon Cathedral. The bars are open later than the than the chapel or something like that. It was like super deep about how people turn to alcohol because 
it's easy to turn to versus turning to religion because um, you have to seek it out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but all right. I know, we took a really crazy yeah, turn yeah, there. Yeah, I was but, like, wait, sorry. we're talking about Kenny Chesney, and all of a sudden it's about Jesus. And Tim McGraw. <laughs> wait, but actually that's full circle if we go all the way back to the beginning because of John Christ. Oh, yeah, there you <laughs> go. And the end of our podcast. Yeah, so uh, it was a wild one, some admittance. Um, yeah, we talked about uh, sending the snaps. The dirty snaps and dirty pictures. And I mean, so, it'll come up every time. Yeah. Somehow, we're, somehow dating and... Um, Social and, media it always comes up in our podcasts. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I think it's relative to the life we live, you know, like... Mm-hmm. Hell, I spend a lot of time of my waking hours on social media, less than five hours a day. I will, I'm proud to say, because of the iPhone tracker. Oh, well, you yeah, that'll it, get you. Oh, I have daily daily reads that tell me how much screen time I had, and my goal is to keep it going down. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expert date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't even know. I haven't even checked mine, but I know it's not. I mean, probably Facebook is the most, but because I don't ever look at, I really try hard not to look at Instagram. Yeah, Because I tough. don't want it to. Just reels you in. Yeah. And I don't want to, like, get down on myself. Because I, I caught myself the other day. I'm, I kid you not. I was looking at somebody's wedding picture, and it was this guy friend of mine went to this girl's wedding, and her wedding dress, well, let's just say her boobs were popping out. And I was like, oh, wow, that's very interesting. And I went down the rabbit hole of, like, looking at her and her friends. And then I started comparing myself. And I'm like, got to get out of here. All right, going home for the day. Out. Yeah, Turn it off. Yeah, I, uh, I think I, I've expressed about Instagram how I'm trying to figure it out a little bit. I did the question game the other day and had people, like, message me where we met. And it made me feel really good. It was the first time I thoroughly enjoyed and laughed at Instagram and laughed with my friends. And it was a good refreshing moment because I was like, wow, there are a lot of people on here I do know. Because I, I don't feel like I know anybody on Instagram sometimes. Like, I feel like everyone's kind of like this other presentation themselves. I don't mm-hmm. even know myself on Instagram, really. You know, like. Well, I think everybody's so, trying to. Be something. Yeah, yeah, trying to put the brand forward. But mm-hmm. anyways, all right, so another uh, successful podcast. Um, till next week. Um, when maybe we come up with another topic that turns into eight. Yeah, and feel free to uh, <laughs> send us any uh, messages or comments if you listen to the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. I know that people are listening to it because I got text messages about the last one. So. Oh, yeah. all right. But it is okay. They were good texts. Okay, and, that's good. And she knows who, it's, who it is, and it's all good. All right. All right, that's enough of that one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.